0: Devin Nunes, I'm back again. Over the weekend, I was interviewed by John Batchelor. He loves to do these interviews, and I like to do them too. Hope you enjoy. Catch you next time.
1: This is the Friends of History Debating Society. I'm John Batchelor with Congressman Devin Nunes, author Devin Nunes of Countdown to Socialism, Californian Devin Nunes, and also ranking member on the Health Subcommittee of the House Ways and Means about what is to be done with the reports from Europe of another wave of the virus, Austria mandating vaccinations uh, beginning winter. Germany thinking about it. Four-day or five-day work-at-home recommendations mandates in different Italian states. Great concern about the vaccine and is it adequate. There are also reports of breakthrough. That's what is generally understood as if you're vaccinated and you get COVID-19. The concern is for the vulnerable groups. In other words, people over 60 were always vulnerable when unvaccinated. Now they're said to be still vulnerable, though they are vaccinated. And the question here is, are we reopening the economy too soon? Are mandates necessary? Is it adequate just to have everybody vaccinated? This is why I turn to the congressman. Devin, you've been watching this story evolve over the last year and a half. There are a lot of disputes out there that haven't been settled. Chiefly right now, the dispute about the direction by the White House that all companies over 100 employees must police their employees to be either vaccinated or tested daily. However, this doesn't account for the news of breakthrough, especially because there's a rising hospitalization and death rate for breakthrough. Those people who are vaccinated. Is there a remedy short of just being vaccinated every six months.
0: Well, well, thanks, John. And, and part of the problem the Biden administration has been foisting on the American people with all this talk about vaccinating, vaccinating, vaccinating. Um, they've made people push back and say, no, where, you know, we've heard about lockdowns. We've heard Fauci say no masks, one mask, two masks. Fauci say, oh, no Thanksgiving. And meanwhile, I've traveled to, to many of these states. Many of these states, early on, a lot of people said, "Okay, we're going to shut down for a couple weeks." You know, and it's now been, you know, a year and a half ago. Uh, but for the most part, uh, most of the red states have stayed open. Uh, and you know, you see where there's really no difference in in the COVID rates, rates or the hospitalizations or the deaths. Uh, from the from not only the, the red states who have stayed open, uh, which are much more vibrant, their economies are booming, you even have countries that have that have done it in Europe where they've stayed open. And there's really been no difference. And and the more they push the vaccines and run around talking about the vaccines, as you see more and more breakthroughs, the more it looks like the emperor has no clothes. Now, with all that said, the sad part about this uh, has been, as someone who has had COVID my area, we never closed down. Uh, in the San Joaquin Valley, we're an agricultural economy. Uh, you know, we, a lot of people had to stay working. Uh, we've had nearly a third of our residents have actually had COVID, tested positive for COVID. And what it appears like, because the Chinese uh, are behind this, uh, this was uh, obviously a, a modified virus to some degree, it just looks like this virus is just going to continue to to go through uh, the people around the world. And I just don't think you're going to stop it. Now, whether or not the vaccines, people that are vaccinated, see lesser symptoms or, or uh, and less hospitalizations, um, I've heard some of the companies have told me that. Uh, I've asked for that research. I would like to see it. I think that would be something that these companies that are promoting the vaccine should be out talking about if we really have the data. Of people who have been vaccinated who get less sick, uh, that's something we can talk about. But let me let me just switch to what we know works, uh, and that is early treatment, early, early treatment, and that is what the doctors uh, in my area that I have spoke to, and I'm talking about very basic treatments, John. And I've, I encourage uh, every time I get a chance to talk about this, I cannot stress enough to people who. The, don't take a chance. Don't, don't sit there and think, you know, it's not, uh, it's, it's, it's not like a scarlet letter if you have COVID. The key is going to be is just, if you, if you think that you might be getting sick, don't make excuses. Don't say, oh, I think it's allergies or, oh, I think it's a cold. Because there are very simple things like, like z packs antibiotics that, that keep infections away, steroids that work very, very well. There's breathing treatments that work very, very well. And I know where these, those three simple treatments are given early, uh, early on on the onset of, of COVID, the success rates are through the roof. They've been very, very successful. And I, you know, I can attest to that. Uh, many people that I know that I, that I know that got treated early. And I'm talking about getting treated within the first 24 hours with what are very, very basic treatments. And in fact, John, it's the, the types of treatments that, that when I've traveled around the globe to to many third world countries where there's not a doctor, uh, it's what the military doctors prescribed. You know, they're, they're, there's a couple different types of steroids, a couple different types of antibiotics, and they say, look, something you come down with something, you start to take this immediately. These are drugs that have been out there for 50, 60, 70, 80 years. So why we would not be out there talking about early treatment, early treatment. Then the rest of the matter, if if the vaccines work or the vaccine people get less sick, people will go and take the vaccines. But all this focus on vaccines uh, is it's having the opposite effect. And in the meantime, when there are this, this is a very treatable disease as long as you catch it early. And why our leaders are not talking about it. I, I, I talk about it every chance I get. I'm glad you're getting me, giving me a chance to talk about it. Because just the basic things of antibiotics, steroids, and breathing treatments, John, I'm not even talking about all the, you know, the the left-wing media, the fake news that goes out there and, you know, goes after hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and some of those things, which, by the way, now have proven to be, some doctors do like to, to use those. I'm not even talking about those, John. I'm just talking about very basic treatments. So uh, I think the more focus we put on that... Uh, the more data that we can get that would support what the companies who sell vaccines say about the vaccines uh the leading to less hospitalizations and people getting less sick, I'm all for it. Let's see it. And guess what? You start pro- to produce that data, people will go and get vaccinated. People will go and get booster shots. But as long as you've got the Fauci's of the world running around out there, uh, you've got Biden and Pelosi and Kamala Harris, you know, one day they're you know, preaching to us about masks while, you know, the next day they're seeing it at, at, at nightclubs late at night or Obama's, uh, super spreader birthday ba- bash with, with no mask or Pelosi, you know, getting her hair done when all the other hairdressers were closed, uh, with no mask. Uh, these people just the emperor has, has no clothes. Uh, nobody wants to hear it. You know, people want to see the science and the data and they have no uh, respect for Fauci. Uh, or any of the radical left here who, who just their their rhetoric uh, just doesn't match their actions. And uh, I think it, a lot more uh, focus on what we know works, which is the, the early detection, early treatment, uh, and then let's get the data on the vaccines and, and, you know, the free market will work. People will get vaccinated, believe me.
1: Uh, here, uh, if let, if me his, let me give some of the numbers that The Wall Street Journal has compiled about what you're talking about. Breakthrough cases, writes The Wall Street Journal are hitting older people and those with underlying health conditions particularly hard. State reporting, state by state, is inconsistent, writes the Wall Street Journal, but collectively shows there have been 1.89 million cases and at least 72,000 hospitalizations and 20,000 deaths among fully vaccinated people in the U.S. this year. Again, 1.89 million cases – 72,000 hospitalizations, 20,000 deaths among fully vaccinated people. That is not to speak against the vaccine. That is to say we're in an environment here where it's not sufficient. We must continue to adjust, adapt. I know this is a concern of mine because I no longer travel routinely to Manhattan. The studios are generally not available for broadcasters. However, it also suggests that if you are in a vulnerable group, there's reason not to feel that you're invulnerable. There's there's reason to be proud of your vaccination, but it's not enough. And Devon, I mentioned what we see the reporting from Europe. There was a riot in Rotterdam. Shots were fired. The police were overwhelmed. Fire set in the streets. Tough talk. Everybody's got different governance. Austria is talking about mandatory vaccines. Germany's and entertaining it. Can you anticipate that we would go back into lockdown in this country? Can you anticipate? Is that possible, Devin?
0: Well, well, John, the red states, which are you know uh, what, twenty-seven or twenty-eight states, uh, they're they're never going to go back into lockdown. Uh, it, it will not happen. People will will revolt. Uh, and the and the fact of the matter is, and what's sad about this is that that it's it's like I said, and, and you and I have talked about this, but you know, people that are that, that do have these underlying conditions uh you know why is the focus of our leadership not not placed on the therapeutics the early treatment uh the things that we we know that that work uh and including those european countries look we have enough governing problems um look i've got all kinds of governing problems here in california obviously in washington dc so i'm not one to lecture our european allies uh, and, and and friends uh but you know once again it's like there's this it's it's like this fake uh it's just like this fake false of security that that oh just vaccine 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 as if that's going to work when we know john it hasn't been working for a while and that's not to say the vaccines don't work and I'm not anti-vaccine but it still means that that hey if you get sick you need to get detected and get treated early and and one of the problems has been people don't go in they don't get te- they don't get yeah. tested they yeah. don't get treated they go for days and and what what do we know about this virus If you wait around two or three days and then all of a sudden, well, I better go get tested. And then it takes two or three days to get the test. Well, you're one week in, you're now your lungs are fully infected and then you're, you're really in trouble and you have to go to the hospital and be on a ventilator. And once that happens, your odds of survival go, go way, way down. So, so I, it's, as I said, it's so frustrating uh, when there's such, you know, when there's so many treatments that are out there available. And I can't for the life of me understand why we're not focused on both. What are the treatments? What are the best treatments? And then also, you know, what are the vaccines? What are the best time to get vaccines? What data do we have on the vaccines? These are all things that are going to keep people alive, and that's what we need to be focused on.
1: I recommend reading this article in the Wall Street Journal in these hours by John Camp and Melanie Evans. However – I'm going to turn to something that was in the news much this week, beside the virus, beside the price of gasoline, besides Thanksgiving, and that's the Build Back Better legislation in the House of Representatives when we come back. This is the Friends of History Debating Society with Congressman Devin Nunes, California's (laughs) 22nd CD, the San Joaquin Valley, the bread and fruit basket of the solar system. And when we come back, The Democrats vote for Build Back Better. What's in it? What do we need to know about the tax increases and about the entitlements? This is John Batchelor.